What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about what INFJs can learn from the movie I Care A Lot. It's the new Netflix hit and it's all about a person who's completely ruthless, a person that by all means is a narcissist. And it made me so furious watching it because I remembered having been in situations like this. Of course not with somebody that extreme I mean the movie is made in a way to show like that extreme case but I did have situations in my life with people who were narcissists who were ruthless and me as an INFJ I acted in a very particular way that got me into more trouble that made me even more miserable and now I've overcome this but I see so many INFJs still struggling with this and so I want to talk to you about the two main lessons we can learn from this movie so we as INFJs know exactly how to act when we have ruthless people in our life. Before we get started, I want to remind you if you want to take the next step in creating your INFJ epic life, then work with me privately. All the information you find in the link in the description. So I don't want to spoil the movie for you. I'm not going to say anything that you can't see from that trailer anyway. I'm even going to say much less. The point is the main character is completely ruthless and that person has no boundaries as in what is appropriate. There is no moral compass. And then we ask ourselves, what do we do if we have a person like this in our life? Very often we are going at it with the hope that beneath that surface there is a part that has a soul, that there is something that we can reach. And I've talked to so many INFJs throughout the years, so I know that this is something we do all the time, that we project onto others what we believe about ourselves. This is not something just INFJs do, of course, but what we do is we have this urge to help others. We have this urge to put others first, which isn't always the healthy choice, just as a side note. And we're not just doing this out of the goodness of our heart very often we're also doing this in order not to look at what we can do to make ourselves feel good we rather look at how we can convince others that we're good people that we're trying our best so they give us the feedback of we're good people we don't want to hurt others we don't want to make others feel embarrassed so we rather take the discomfort on instead of standing up for ourselves and dealing with what's at hand and here comes the problem because so many INFJs feel this way, they also feel like other people are similar to this. Yes, we know we might feel like, okay, we're actually giving more than others. We're so strong in being there for others and for ourselves. I get that. But subconsciously on some level, very often we feel if we just explain ourselves to the other person, if we explain where we're coming from, if we explain to them that this causes us pain, they would understand it. I mean, be honest with yourself. You have definitely been in situations like this. I know I have and every single INFJ that I've talked to has been in that situation as well. We want the other person to understand and to have empathy for us and we try our best to convey it to them. We try to make them see our point of view. We try to get them on board and this particularly happens if we have a person who is ruthless or who acts in a narcissistic way because our first default thought in that second is I've done something wrong to make him act this way. I've been kind, but maybe this one time I wasn't forthcoming enough. Maybe they're afraid of me. Maybe they're afraid to be vulnerable around me. There's something that has happened in their past that has made them this ruthless, but deep down they have a soul. Deep down they're not narcissists and I want to reach that 
point. We have to understand that in 95% of the cases, this isn't going to happen. This is a huge misbelief that we carry with ourselves because we are that deep. And much more than that, we have a great connection between our subconscious and our conscious self. Meaning we can sense that we're doing certain things because of something we experienced in the past. We can sense that we act out of wanting to comfort other people and we contemplate on this. So that's what I mean with we have a connection between what's consciously going on and subconsciously. We are aware of a lot of those things that are happening. Other people are mostly not. And this is something we disregard so often. So I can tell you this from experience, from talking to so many INFJs and working through similar situations. If you cannot make the other person understand where you're coming from in one or two sentences or with trying one or two times, it's not going to happen at all. You can say whatever you want. If that person is determined to misunderstand you, they will. If they're determined to stay in their truth, which means they're completely ruthless, they don't think about what they're doing to others, the only thing they're thinking about is themselves, it doesn't matter what happened in the past that made them this way. It doesn't matter that maybe deep down they would understand if they would be able to tap into their empathy. The truth is they're not able to. And if you're somebody who has the slightest doubt about being a good person or doing the right thing, you will start questioning yourself. What have I done? Why is that person not understanding me? Why are they not trying to look at things from my perspective? It's my fault that they're acting this way. I have to explain myself even more. I have to give up even more of who I am to make them comfortable because apparently I'm taking up way too much space. This is a typical relationship between a narcissist and an empath, a narcissist and a codependent. And we as INFJs, we tend to go into the latter category, meaning we tend to go into codependency if we're not careful. We go into the direction of being an empath to such a degree that we cannot protect ourselves. But we're going to change that. That's what this channel is all about, to understand that these are default states that we might get into if we're not careful, but we all are careful. That's why we watch those videos. That's why we work on personal development. That's why we want to take charge in our life. So if you encounter a person who you try to explain yourself to because for some reason they're against you, for some reason they're ruthless, you might try to explain yourself once or twice, but if you see that this doesn't work, then trust me, it will barely ever ever be because you have haven't explained yourself enough then why do we have the urge to continue to explain ourselves? Why do we continue to actually blame ourselves? Why do we even try to make ourselves smaller and smaller just so we don't bother the other person so we're just out of their sight? We're doing that because we haven't found this place in ourselves that gives us the validation that we need. We have a problem with worthiness at that point. Because if you get to a place where you're worthy, the first time you encounter somebody who acts like this, you're not trying trying to look at it from their perspective. You don't try to understand where they're coming from or that they deep down have pain. The only way you start to help others to try to be good to them is if you have made sure that you are being good to yourself 
first. That does not mean you're being a bad person. It means that you take care of yourself because that's the kind of respect you also demand from others. And when they're giving that to you, then you can help them. Because let's say that person is doing that because subconsciously they have so much pain, they will not stop just because you try to explain it to them. If you give them space where they can direct their anger and their discomfort and their pain towards, they will do that because they want to get rid of that pain and you're not an emotional garbage bag. So the mantis changed this and then understand that you have to do certain things to give yourself the value that you deserve. Just because you have the urge to make that other person understand that you didn't have bad intentions doesn't mean that you should go for it. It should rather give you insight into what's going on in your mind. Why do you need that person to understand you? Probably because their opinion gives you feedback about how you should feel about yourself because taking responsibility about how you feel about yourself is difficult. We have to take certain actions that prove to ourselves that we're good people. And at the same time, to also accept that we have dark parts, to understand and accept the fact that we're not always going to be giving, that in certain situations we're going to be selfish and that this is okay. And look at it from a very extreme situation of having somebody who's really emotionally abusive and then you have a codependent person. And everybody from the outside would see that the codependent is allowing the abuser to do way too much and they're not leaving and they're actually finding explanations for the abuser's actions, right? It's the codependent who said, well, I actually wasn't kind enough when he or she came home and I provoked him or her and you know, like all of this. We don't need to be thinking about this if we have somebody who's abusive. It doesn't matter what they experience. It doesn't matter how much pain they're going through. It should never be at the cost of your own well-being. It's one thing to be there for others, but we can be there for others and encourage others without having to suffer ourselves. And that's what we want to get to. So all of this is actually one of the lessons from this movie. Don't ever think you can get through to that person if you can't do it in one or two steps. Understand that you're looking to make that other person understand because of things that are going on in your mind and that you will not find the satisfaction and the comfort that you're looking for through that other person because they will never come around. They will never give you what you want. And the other thing, and I think this is just equally as important, and this is also portrayed in the movie very well, is that ruthless people and narcissistic people very often don't see that their actions might be detrimental to themselves. We as INFJs very often have a backup plan. So we lean back, we observe the other person, we might understand what their hidden fears are, what they're afraid of, and we keep this in the back of our mind, knowing that at some point we could actually bring this up. This is like our shield. We know more about them than they know about us. That's how we protect ourselves in a lot of ways. And then we wait it out and hope that that person will understand that they should not mess with us to a certain degree because if they do, we will fight back and they should actually know this. They cannot continue to go this direction and thinking that there will be no consequences to their actions. But that's the point. The narcissist cannot look at what you're thinking. They cannot understand that you know something about them that they might not even understand about themselves. They will go full throttle even if it's their downfall. So don't rely on them understanding that they cannot go this far because it will be their downfall. They will fall down so often, they will rather hurt themselves over and over again, have huge ego losses, be embarrassed, get 
even more furious than to understand their own shortcomings and adapt their behavior. People like this, ruthless people and narcissistic people, the only way they can change is if they feel the pain, if they're forced to change and then have to rearrange their new reality. You will not be able to make them understand that it's also not in their best interest to go against you or against somebody else. I had to learn this the hard way and that was probably one of the biggest wake-up calls in my life that I first off cannot rely on the other person that's acting recklessly that's acting ruthlessly to understand where I'm coming from even more so if they're in a lot of pain they just cannot look beyond their own pain and second of all that they will run themselves into the ground and they would rather do this than to do some internal work understand that their approach is wrong and that they have to change something about themselves. We all don't want to do this. It's uncomfortable for our ego to lose. And narcissists and ruthless people have a very fragile ego. You might say, oh, they have a very strong ego. Well, it's pretty much just a question of definition, right? That person has a huge ego in a way of they need that external validation. They need everybody to react to their reality. They're not able or willing to look at somebody else's reality because because their sense of self is so weak. It is not our task to save that person at our own cost. That's not what your INFJ gifts are all about. Just because you have a strength to make room for others, to allow them to breathe, to allow them to shine, that does not mean that you should do that at your own cost. That does not mean that you need to dim your light and it will also not mean that you will be successful because this is the main lesson here. If it would work, there would be situations where it might be recommendable to try to make that other person understand, to try to be the bigger person here, but it doesn't work. Even narcissists will tell you there's no way you would ever be able to convince them. They will go through with it no matter what, even if they lose in the end, even if they're embarrassed, even if they get a huge ego hit from that, it won't change anything. So do yourself the favor, understand that we stay in contact with people like this. We choose very often to stay in these situations although it doesn't feel like this. Remember the abuser and the codependent. The codependent also feels like they have no other choice. But in the end, subconsciously, we choose to stay there because it's more painful to look at what we can do to make ourselves feel good about ourselves and to be okay with that other person thinking we're a bad person, we're unkind, we're selfish, and so on. You know better than that. If you have a similar situation in your life or anything else that's keeping you from taking the next step in creating an INFJ epic life, then work with me privately. All the information you find in the link in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on INFJs who don't care. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.